Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. This week, I want us to focus on the third commandment, that you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. And the reason why I want to focus on this is because we have been provided in the providence of God with a, a shocking example of what it is to take the Lord's name in vain. Uh, sadly, and tragically, because we live in a fallen world where evil still exists, many of you are familiar with the school shooting that recently happened here in our state of Texas. And what we saw from this great tragedy and great evil is we see many in our culture and society immediately wasting no time trying to seize the opportunity to score cheap political points. There are lessons that can be learned from events like this. Right? There are things that should be said uh, that are not stealing away from those who are grieving, but rather seeking to grieve with them, but also to protect and prevent tragedies like this from occurring again in the future. There are lessons that we can learn from God's word that we can apply to society in order to avoid and prevent such tragedies. We can make statements that are right and true and biblical, provided that they're made with humility and with sympathy and with love. Statements such as uh, the fact that we guard our gold and our banks, we guard money, we guard certain companies. There's more security available at an Apple tech store we expend much energy, time, and resources to defend what we think is valuable. And it should be a stark lesson for us that we don't defend our children. And we don't have guards available. That we don't have doors locked. Uh, we've seen many lessons from this tragedy. Another statement that would be fair and right to make is that when a society and a culture demonizes masculinity, calls it toxic. And we do this for decades. And we also demonize police officers and those who seek to serve and protect. And it should come as no surprise when police officers are shaking in their boots for 45 minutes outside as an evil sinister, wicked individual is shooting fish in a barrel. These are things that can be said. What cannot be said, what would be clear political grandstanding, and it would even be to the point of taking the Lord's name in vain, would be to address, for instance, the American public, beginning with a prayer. When you yourself are not a Christian, when you yourself have spent the better part of 50 years mocking God, 
by despising his law and despising his image-bearing creatures. When there's the potential of Roe being overturned and you quickly call for action and you see to it that 49 out of 50 Democrats vote not only to codify Roe into law, which has never been law, but to go far beyond that to try to codify into law that it would be legal for any reason in any state to murder your child all the way up until that child takes its first breath in birth. To have that kind of attitude towards God's image-bearing creatures, to have that kind of posture towards children, and then pretend to care about children. And to call upon God who is near to the brokenhearted and then immediately say that what we should do is create more soft targets where kids can be killed more easily by banning guns and repealing the Second Amendment. That is taking the Lord's name in vain. That is evil. It's evil. Our president, we should pray for him. We should do our best in biblical ways to show honor as the scripture commands. But the Bible also forbids flattery. When we seek to honor someone by saying positive things about them that are categorically false, that is not honor, that is flattery. Our president is not a righteous man. He is not a Christian man. He seeks to kill children in their mother's wombs. And he has been a disaster for the last two years. And what I want you to understand is that uh, soft men, sadly, often lead to the deaths of more people than strong men. Masculinity, if not harnessed, without self-mastery, self-control, without submission to the Lord Jesus Christ, masculinity can cause all kinds of harm. There have been strong men, aggressive men, masculine men, who have rained terror down on this earth, who have caused wars and millions of deaths. But the solution is not to demonize masculinity, for the pendulum to swing in the other direction and to create soft men, because soft men often have the same result. Soft men in their cowardice and their apathy sit back as the world begins to burn. Hard men, apart from Christ, set the fire ablaze. Soft men, apart from Christ, sit there and watch the fire and pour gasoline on it, saying that it's water. And this is what we've seen. To take the Lord's name in vain is to be trivial and trite about God. It is the opposite of loving God with sincerity. We're commanded by Christ in the greatest commandment, Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven, that we should love the Lord our God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all of our mind, that we love God with everything. We love God with sincerity. Our love for God is not shallow, it's not trite. Our love for God should be deep, 
It should be profound. It should be authentic and genuine. And it should contain in it a sense of reverence and awe and honor for who God is and how he has chosen to reveal himself. To make light of God's name is to take his name in vain. To weaponize God's name when there is no fear of God before your eyes, but simply using God's name in order to score points for yourself while you live a life that is completely contrary to his word, likewise is to take his name in vain. But of you, we are sure of better things, things belonging to salvation, that you, brothers and sisters, the saints of God, that you would not be so trivial and that you would not be so perverse, that you would not be so disingenuous, but that you would love the Lord truly with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. And that when you invoke his holy name, that you would do so rightly, that you would stand by every word you say. There is a God who sits in heaven and a day is coming where he will judge and expose and lay bare even the most hidden thoughts and intentions of every heart. He knows what we truly believe. He knows when our words are separate and opposed to our hearts. He knows when we're genuine and when we're being deceitful. And so, let us take heed from the lessons that we have seen in the providence of God this week the lessons of forsaking children, the lessons of not guarding that which is the most precious commodity that we've been given here on earth, and the lesson of what it is to take the Lord's name in vain, to mock God, to call upon him, to invoke him, and to request that he would come and comfort us. It is hypocrisy to ask the Lord to be near to the brokenhearted, when you will not submit to his lordship in any other realm of life. You cannot live in opposition to God and then expect that he would be near to you. You cannot live your life in opposition to his law, to his holiness, to his commandments, and then call upon him in moments of need. We should love the Lord with all our hearts, all our souls, and all our minds. We should love God with sincerity. Do not take the Lord's name in vain. Thanks so much for listening. But real quick, before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.